Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about Tear It Down. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with. I do have some very encouraging and important things to say to you today. So no matter where you are, I pray that you are having a most excellent day and we appreciate all your support. Those that have been listening to me since day one, and if this is your first time listening to me, I pray that you will get something insightful and even share and like our podcast. So I entitled or titled this show, Tear It Down, and we're going to start as always with a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. So if you have your Bibles, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 5. And I just want to say some very quick things to you, something to give you some motivation and something for you to carefully consider on this show today. So you should be there, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Notice what it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Notice what the Amplified Version says. It says, inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. I like both passages here. And the reason why I titled this Tear It Down is because we live in a world and builders and construction workers know this, that anytime they are getting ready to put a new building on a piece of property, that old building that is there, they've got to tear it down because whatever it is that they want to, the new thing has to have some room on the existing property. And so that old relic has got to come down. And many times it costs a lot of money to tear down an old thing to put a new thing there. But the reality is, is that two structures on a property can't coexist together because we need some space. We need that land there. We need that real estate to build that new thing, that exciting thing, that thing that is going to give some purpose. That thing is going to create a buzz in the neighborhood and the community. And so construction workers, and I love to see new buildings go up, new things go up, especially in the city where I live. There's always something new that's going up, but there's always something old going down, being torn down. And so as it relates to our mindset and our mentality, we have to learn how to tear down every minute, every second of the day, every hour. We've got to tear down old relics, old thinking, 
negativity, stuff that is hindering us from being what God has called us to be. And many times we are very lazy in this process because just like in the natural, it's going to cost something. It's going to cost you your time. It's going to cost you some discipline. You are just not going to live your best life being lazy and lethargic in your thought life. And most people are because we really haven't been taught how to think and how to examine what we are thinking. So we've got to give some time and attention to this, especially if we plan on doing anything extraordinary. Now, if you don't want to do anything extraordinary and you don't want to be great in God, then you might want to turn this particular show off because I'm all about empowering you to help you to understand that you've got greatness inside of you. But just like anything else, your mindset is going to be the driving factor of how far you will go. And the scripture makes this clear, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. There are so many things that will try to exalt itself against what God knows. So many people in the world think they're smarter than God, think that they've been here longer than God. I don't care what new thing people are trying to do. The scripture says there's nothing new under the sun. So when you do it, Chances are it's already been done. But we got to make sure as believers and those that are following Christ that it is our responsibility. I'm going to say this again. It's our responsibility. This is not the job of God, the Holy Spirit, to do your casting down. The moment you realize that these thoughts that I'm having, the things that I'm thinking, if it would try to come up against and supersede what God knows, then I've got to take action. I got to be aggressive. And the scripture lets us know we have to bring it into captivity, lock it up, put it behind bars, throw the key away, and then tear it down so that structure will never exist again in our mindset. We got to zap it. But many times we don't zap it because we're lazy. We won't do the work. It's not the other way around. Your body doesn't drive the mind. The mind drives the body. So if I feel bad, it's because I think bad, right? So we've got to really be very intentional about tearing down things that are in our mindset from our childhood, stuff that we heard in our neighborhood, stuff that we heard in our homes, stuff and negativity that we hear on TV. I'm telling you, man, we got to really be very diligent and careful about the things that we look at, the things that we see and stop saying that this stuff doesn't affect us when it does. So we got to tear it down. So let me give you a couple of things about this so that you can Consider this so that you can think about it some more so that you can begin to pray and strategize, but more importantly, be very engaged in your thought life. If you can learn how to think, man, you are doing better than 99.99999% of the people on the planet because most people don't know how to think. More importantly, they don't know how to stop bad thoughts. And they don't think that they have the empowerment from God to be able to do it. So we want to give you some things today. So I want you to understand that we have to consistently bring every thought into captivity. Now, I do this by analyzing every thought 
and examining it. So now I got to think about what I'm thinking about. And some of you may be listening to me and say, this is ridiculous. How can I do this? I'll drive myself crazy if I'm analyzing every thought because there are just some people out here who overthink things. But here's what I got to help you to understand. You know when you being negative. You know when you being rude and nasty. You know when your attitude is not right. You know when things are not going well inside of you. And so I tell people, especially when they say to me, I'm not feeling well today. I ask them, what have you been thinking about? They can't make the connection. Well, what does that got to do with anything? It has everything to do with everything. You're feeling bad because of what you're thinking about. You can make yourself sick just by thinking about things. And one of the things I try to live by is I try to tell myself, whatever you worried about won't happen anyway. So why are you worrying about it? Why are you even thinking about it? Why are you using your brain power to be thinking about gloom and doom? Let's not do that. So we are very dysfunctional in going in the negative. We don't go positive. We go into the negative. Everything that can go wrong. Murphy's law for some of us is something we experience every day, but it doesn't have to be that way. So we've got to analyze and examine it. I'm going to say it again because this is what you got to do. Analyze and examine negative thinking. So the moment you are having negative thoughts, the moment you start doubting yourself, doubting God, doubting what he says, the good things that he wants to do for you, analyze it and examine it and trace it back to where did that thought come from? Was it something you watched on TV? Was it a report that you read? Was it a family member that said something to you? Because a lot of the times we are not conscious. We're not aware. We just let people say things to us. We just are very undisciplined in things that we watch on TV, conversations that we have. We're very loose with things, but we got to tighten it up if we are going to tear down these relics, these strongholds, these things that are in our mentality. We got to put it in captivity, tear it down, and watch now what God will begin to do in your life. And when you tear down negative thoughts, you got to replace it with a positive one. If not, there's something negative that's right behind it. So you have to constantly, daily do this. But watch this now. The more that you analyze and examine, you will notice a pattern as to where things are coming from. And this is why we got to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, because he will show you things to come and he will show you where things are showing up in your life. And he'll show you that there's some shows that you can't watch, some news reports that you cannot look to, some people that you need to cut ties in relationship with, because this is where you're getting things from. Everything doesn't just originate in your mind. You you're grabbing it and pulling it somewhere. The mind does not stay in one place. It's either going in the past, grabbing a memory, or going in the future, grabbing something that will excite it. But you are never staying in a neutral situation. And this is something that we've got to understand about the mindset. So we have got to allow the word of God to be our microscope. We know what microscopes are. Microscopes causes things to be bigger than what they are. 
So we've got to put our thoughts under a microscope and allow the word of God to examine and make that thing big so we can see the nature of a thing, the character of a thing, something that is inside that you can't see. That's what scientists do. They love a microscope because it's able to magnify. The scripture says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So when we magnify God, we put him under a magnifying glass, a microscope, and he becomes bigger than our problems, bigger than the negativity, bigger than the sickness and disease, bigger than our financial woes. And we have to do this every day. You can't take a break from this. This is part of the problem. We take a break from God. We take a break from his presence. We take a break from prayer. We take a break from church. And anytime you take a break from something, the harder it's going to be for you to get back into a flow because many people are in a rut, but the enemy never takes a break. Negativity never says I'm going on vacation. It never does that. There's always enough negativity out here, but you've got to put yourself in the presence of God and say, my mind belongs to the Lord and it belongs to me. And I've got to be very intentional about what I'm thinking about. And if it's not building me up, if it's not causing joy or peace, if it's not causing me to think good thoughts, I've got to examine it. I've got to tear it down. I've got to put it under a microscope and I got to see the origin of it and say, this does not belong to me. There are things that come to my mailbox that don't belong to me. I don't get upset about it. I put it back in the mailbox, put the flag back up. When the postman comes back around, he'll take it and deliver it to the house that it belongs to. When sickness and disease try to come to my house, I return it to sender. When doubt and unbelief tries to enter my mind, I got to take authority over it, pull down those imaginations, examine where that thing came. I got to return it back to sender. This don't belong to me. Pain and agony and defeat don't belong to me. Let somebody else have it. Let somebody else take it on. That's not what God called me to do. He said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. All right. Now, any thought that does not line up with the real word of God, then I have to capture it and dismiss it from entering my mind and my thought realm. I'm saying kind of the same things. I'm going to be saying the same things, but in a different way. So we have got to use the real word, not some kind of made up something that we read on the Internet or on TV. No, we need the power of the word of God, because that word in it has something that will demonstrate what it is that we're believing and trusting God for. I've got to capture it, dismiss it from entering my mind and in my thought realm. So you have to do this immediately. As soon as it happens, you can't wait until lunchtime because now negative thoughts have attracted other negative thoughts. You can't wait every other week to do this. Some of us got piles of negativity in our thought life, but had we captured it on day one, we would not be dealing with this day 31. Think about that. Some of us just got so much junk in our system. Notice a computer. A computer runs well when it has a virus protection. When there's something that would try to damage the hard drive, when it's something that would try to hinder the computer from operating at its ultimate performance level, that virus thing, it captures unwanted malware. It eats it up 
and spits it out. Because the performance of your computer, the brains of your computer has to be free of all kinds of viruses. What kind of mental viruses do we have in us? What kind of negative thoughts and things that just run rampant and we just say, what? Well, because, you know, what happens is the, the more you feast on negativity, you go down, down, down. And it takes longer for you to get back up because many times we were just too lazy or we just didn't have the knowledge base about the word of God, about what we can do. Here's what I want to tell you. You can do something about your situation. Never think that you can't do anything about your situation. That's what Satan wants to tell you. He wants to get in your thought life and tell you you're going to die of sickness and disease. You're going to get COVID. You're going to get cancer. Any aches and pains in our body has got to be something negative. Sometimes the Lord had to help me to understand when your body doesn't feel the way that it should, examine your thought life. And also you have to understand that your body is reacting to things in the world. You know, there's pollution in the world, there's uh, pollen in the world, there's all kind of things that we have not considered, and your body is reacting to that stuff. Doesn't mean you're sick, doesn't mean you're going to die, but what it does mean, you need to go back to your thought life and say, you know what, I'm going to dismiss this, and I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to dismiss this, and I'm going to have an excellent week. I'm going to dismiss this and I'm going to have an extraordinary month. You've got to do something about the things that are coming against you. And this is how we do it. We've got to make sure that we capture this thing immediately as soon as possible. Don't wait or put it off. Dismiss every negative thought immediately. I'm going to say that to you again because I know you said I heard it, but I want to say it to you again. Dismiss every thought immediately. Somebody get fired from your job and here you got a thought saying, I'm going to be next. What's up with that? Why can't you be next for the promotion? Why can't you be next for the raise? But do you see how negative the mind is? And it's just pulling things from weeks ago, months ago, years ago, and it's connecting it to an event now. And it ought to tell you that I was lazy and I didn't do what I was supposed to do three weeks ago, a month ago, five years ago. Now, I got a lot of work to do. I got a lot of strongholds I got to tear down. I got a lot of bad, raggedy buildings that's got to come down. And until you do the work and know you've been empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the work, but until you take it by force, believe it by faith, you're going to say, well, I'm just ordinary. This is just things that just happened. I got no control of this. Whatever it's going to be, it's just going to be. This is just how life is. No, that's just what you believe. So we've got to get in the word and find out what God says about our life and replace every negative thought with the things that God says he's going to do for me. Now, the word, when we talk about casting down vain imaginations and things of that nature, this word encompasses all and leaves nothing out. So we bring every thought. Wow. Can I do that? You can. Every thought. Again, we got to be more aware of what we're thinking. So some of us just like robots. We just go through the day and we just don't think. We just, our mind is on cruise control. We don't, but you got to hit the brake 
I remember when they first came out with cruise control, many people was like, man, you mean I can set my car for 60, 70 miles an hour and click that button and it'll push the gas pedal and drive by itself? Yeah. But watch this. When you had to take it off, you had to hit the brake and it released the ability for it to go on its own. So sometimes we got to hit the brake and say, you know what? I don't need to be riding in cruise control. I need to be in control of every thought. I'm not going to leave nothing out. So we bring every thought, every single one into captivity. And if it's not obedient to the word, we dismiss it. Did you get that? If it's not going to obey God, we dismiss it. Sickness got to obey God. So I'm going to pull that thought life and let it face God's word and his word is going to knock it out. Did you get that? So I'm bringing my poverty mindset to God's word and keep it there. That's why I said you got to bring it into captivity. You got to get that thought life close to the power of God and it'll melt it like wax. This is something you have to do. Stop saying, stop rehearsing, stop speaking forth the things that you don't want. Because watch this, you're thinking about it and thinking about it and eventually the mouth is going to open up and you're going to start talking about it. And now you have been ensnared by your own words. But you can get free from that if you will take these thoughts, every single one, put them into captivity and bring it to the word and the word of God will dismiss it. See, the word of God is the most powerful agent to deal with negativity. You can't do that on your own. Your word's not strong enough, but the word of God is strong enough to deal with these things. So we have to keep guard and protection of our souls at all times. We need soul power. We need soul control. We need to be able to say, my mind, my will, my emotions, this is my responsibility. This is not God's, but he's already given me the divine empowerment and grace to deal with this. And I'm going to tear it down, watch this, and build the life I know God has for me through his word. Did you get that? I'm not going to say it's this person's fault. I'm not going to say it's that person's fault. I'm not going to say because of the color of my skin or who my mother and father or the fact I didn't finish college or school. No, that's all the stuff that you keep hearing in your community. You keep surrounding yourself, people saying the same old stuff, and now you've believed it. You got to tear that stuff down. Let me give you one more scripture and I'm going to let you go. In Proverbs chapter 4, Starting at verse number 23 through verse number 27. Notice what it says here because this is good. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence. Here's what the word diligence means. Careful and persistent work or effort. So we need to keep thy heart with all diligence. Be careful and persistent. Watch this. Through every effort. For out of it are all the issues of our life. Where are they coming from? Out of my heart. So I have to be diligent. I've got to be careful and I've got to be persistent through work and effort. If I don't, these issues that I have in my life, in my thought life, will always rear its head at the wrong time. That's what happens. You almost across the finish line. You were doing well and you were not diligent in making sure that the issues that are in your life, doubt, fear, 
unbelief, low self-esteem, depression, oppression, sickness, all of these things, poverty, all of the stuff that is common to man, that if you don't do anything about this, these issues just keep coming up. But notice what it says, put away from thee a forward mouth. And we have to put those things away. And perverse lips, put far from thee. Get it away from thee. You got to do this. Forward means difficult to deal with, contrary, willful, and disobedient. This forward. We got to put it away. A perverse thing, behaving in a way that is unreasonable, that's unacceptable. The scripture says, put this stuff far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on and let thy eyelids look straight forward. Look how focused the scripture says that we've got to be. Then it says, ponder the path of thy feet. Ponder it. Think about what you're doing. Think about where you're headed. Think about the things that you want away from your life and then think about the things that you want on your path and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Notice what the scripture says you can do. You can remove yourself out of a bad situation. You don't have to keep with the same friends that you have. Remove yourself. You don't have to keep listening to the same stuff in the rumor mill that everybody else is talking about at work. Remove yourself from it. When you're at work and people start gossiping and people start saying stuff that you know will affect you, just politely excuse yourself from the conversation. Say, I got to go. And if they ask you why you leave, just tell them. I've been working a long time on my mindset and I don't need to hear that. That doesn't build me up. It doesn't help me in my pursuits. It doesn't help me in where I am right now. Don't, again, always remember you are in control. No one is in control of your mind. You got to control your mind. And when you do these things, you're going to see that you do have power. You are empowered. Tear it down today. Tear down them buildings that's been just on the property of your mentality. Don't let sickness and disease live in your mind rent free. Get rid of it today. I promise you, when you understand who you are and whose you are, you just get fed up, man. He said, enough is enough. I'm tired of being broke, tired of being sick, tired of being busted and disgusted. I'm tired of not having what God says is mine. I'm tired of living the same old life every day. Monday through Sunday is the same old stuff. I pray that you are just tired of the way that you are thinking and realize I'm going to take control starting today. Do it now. And I'm telling you, it will work for the word of God will work for you. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray just these few moments in time blessed you. Tear it down. Do it today. If it did, send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Write me a letter. Send me a line. Let me know these shows are blessing you. You can also go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. On my homepage, there's a subscriber box. Put your email in there and click the send button and I'll send you a free PDF that will help you to be empowered in the things of God. And also, I'm sending out monthly e-blasts, monthly newsletters, something that you can read and look at, something else that you can think about and put in your thought life. And finally, I'm looking for financial partners. If these episodes are being a blessing to you, I want 
for you to consider partnering with me. Go back to that website at thomasadeloach.com and scroll almost down to the bottom of the page and you will see a donation link. Click that button and no dollar amount is too big or too small. So invest into what you're receiving today. I promise you giving is the way up. It's the way forward. And if you do it, I guarantee you God will bless you immensely. So do it today. Listen, I'm always praying for you having great thoughts about what God wants to do in your life. Those that I know listen to this podcast and then those that I'm praying for, new listeners, you know, I'm praying and believing God and trusting him that somehow, some way, who's ever discouraged and need a word from God, this podcast can be introduced to them. One of the things that you can do, those that are listening to me, share this podcast with someone. Let them know that I'm around. Let them know that I want to empower them through the word of God. Help me reach more people. If you are blessed, don't be selfish, but share this word, share this podcast with someone. I want to thank you for your continued support. And again, I want you to have a great day. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.